Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through sacred land. In the magic, the magic of life. You're a shaman that leads all the people to Open to receive the magic Good morning, everyone, and thank you for being with us here. This is Daniel Gutierrez with Go Within or Go Without Radio. What a beautiful day it is today. I want to read from you before we get going here today, and as we kind of step into this incredible interview we're about to have, I'm so excited about it, probably because it speaks very much to my soul. Now, I want to read just a little lesson uh, from a dear friend of mine's uh, book, Cherokee Wisdom, uh, Cynthia Reese. She, uh, she, she gives us a little bit of Native American wisdom and kind of fits what we're going to be talking about today. And it says, be strong when you are weak, be brave when you are scared, and be humble when you are victorious. Just think about those words as we kind of enter into this um, uh a little bit of time here today, and as you're sipping your coffee or your tea, be mindful of that cup that's in your hand. Be mindful of the radiant warmth that that cup is emanating just for you, and be mindful that you exist. So today I have a, an incredible guest. I'm so excited about having him. He's calling all the way from the U.K., uh, you know, he's a psychologist, and he's and he's got all these these accolades. But I got to tell you something: his personal experience from stress about spending time a month in a psychiatric uh, hospital uh, with a, a psychotic depression and 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 having had a business collapse, and and I mean, you name it, it's a, it's feeling suicidal, being admitted, you know, to the hospital because he, you know, to protect him. I mean, these are all things that I think that a lot of people suffer from, and 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 he has found a way to find himself back to a place where he can be of service to mankind through his experience. And I know that there are many folks out there that sometimes feel there's just no way out, maybe sometimes, and to leave this blessed world. But I'm telling you, here's a man who has done the opposite, and I'm so happy to have him. Andrew Bridgewater from the U.K., how are you? Hey, Daniel. Great to speak to you. I'm so delighted to be here. I'm really well, thank you. Well, let's just start out with your story. Before you start, i got to say this, folks. I, I, I want you to go to his website. He's got a couple of them, and I think the one that I'm uh, with the wet, with the uh, – Video is uh, andrewbridgewater.com. It's A N D R E W B R I D G E W A T E R. He has a video there that woke me up, and t- tell us all about it. <laughs> okay, Daniel. <laughs> well, where to start? Gosh, um, yeah. When I listen to that intro that you've given me, I, I'm kind of uh, part of me is quite um, self-effacing and embarrassed, and part of me is quite proud of where I've come from because it was a deep dark low um, and it was a kind of midlife malaise I guess and, and maybe people listening to this can identify with that we reach a point where we we're kind of looking for something we don't know what um, 
And uh, I got myself in a big hole in my life. I think what I was trying to do was probably trying to make a bit of a financial breakthrough, thinking that I wanted to create more for my family, um, experience more. Um, I saw other people around me being incredibly successful, and I felt that I wasn't how, somehow matching that, measuring up or whatever. Looking back on it now, that all seems really trivial because what I've learned since has been far more profound and powerful. But I mean, kind of to cut a long story short, yes, I did get myself into a very deep, dark place. And I think what I what I found was that three three months of non-stop negative thinking around a business decision that I'd made. Basically, I bought a, an investment property through a, a company that I'd set up in a, another country. It all went badly wrong. The property price crashed. I couldn't afford the mortgage. I felt that I'd brought my family to a, a, a financial crisis, and I beat myself up over the decision to, to buy the property. And I, I think you know, we don't realize how easy it is to think ourselves into a very dark place very quickly. It took no less than about three months to get myself from a period of, of good health into into a point where I just didn't want to carry on. And um, sitting in that hospital, I re- resolved that I, I was going to turn this around. I was surrounded by some very, very ill people who would probably never get out of there. And I realized <laughs> that actually my problems were relatively doable uh you know when you see people who are at rock bottom all around you and 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 realize that actually they're far they're far far worse than than you are um it's very humbling and uh, in many ways hitting the bottom was the best thing that could have happened because the only way for me was back up and i think some of us kind of never hit bottom we just sort of circle around and 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 that's when i resolved that i was going to make some changes um but it wasn't it, it didn't happen quickly and i think that sometimes we think we we want to solve our problems very fast but the the process of solving them is is often far more valuable than actually the end state we might get to and what we learn along the way and i think what what i learned was that i had to put some lifestyle uh, changes in place um, I had to change the way that I think. Um, I had to change. Um, I had to change my relationship um, because, for one reason or another, that was it wasn't supportive on either side. And um, here I am, ten years later, with a story to tell and a book written and, and, a, and a set of life experiences that I just want to share with the world. And, and, it, and it's about helping other people who have nowhere to turn because I had nowhere to turn at that point. There was no support mm. available in the medical profession. I was written a prescription for, for drugs. I was told I'll be on those drugs for a minimum of two years. They made me very fat, very unhealthy, um, very unhappy in many ways, despite the fact they were antidepressant. And, and I realized that actually that's not the solution. The drugs can mask short-term symptoms, but they don't deal with the underlying causes. So, so much learning, but, you know, coming from that dark place, gradually working it through, and then getting to a point where I, I feel that it's my duty to share what I've learned with the world and help other people, as I say, who may have no one to turn to right now. Mm. Uh, I, I, Your story is amazing to me, and, you know, you're right about the – a lot of people don't hit rock bottom. They circle around. Um, and, and you don't have to hit rock bottom, folks. That's the story here. Nope. That's the saving grace here. But you can surely <laughs> yeah. go there. You can surely yeah. go there. Uh, sometimes that's the only motivation um, is is you got nowhere to look but up, you know, and you start making this move. I know for me, uh, watching your video, um, and we'll talk a little bit about your book here in just a second, um, oh. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm 53, you know, and, and we did, we're talking about this before the show started, that maybe this is an age thing. I don't know what it is, and who cares? At the end of the day, there are a lot of people out there. Uh, I know Americans have a hard time with this weight thing, and as a whole, we're, we're unhealthy. And, and, and I was in the Andes last year, and actually I saw a picture of myself, um, and, and I was wondering how how I got in that position, you know, and, and your your words of wisdom, uh, having gone through your website, having saw your video, uh, realizing that, um, you know, mental health, physical health, emotional health, uh, all are have to be dealt with all at the same time. I mean, a lot of people are, are maybe physically healthy, but they're not mentally and, so, and, and psychologically healthy. Uh, and yeah. um, and then some are spiritually, and then some people are spiritually fit, but they're not physically fit. And and you've managed to be able to get all this all together and and wrote a book about it called Fit for Business. Mm. And and a lot mm. of the people that are listening to the show today, um, I think about that person in downtown Manhattan in New York that is just surrounded by noise and every kind of noise, me- mental, spiritual, physical. Um, what do you say to them? How, how, tell us about your book and how your book can help these people who probably through no fault of their own have found themselves in a world they just feel trapped mm. well uh, and I, I I meet a lot of people I talk to a lot of people who feel exactly that Daniel they feel trapped um, we have a phrase over here in the UK I don't know if it's made its way to the States it's called boiled frog syndrome if you put a frog in a pan of boiling water and you keep keep uh, sorry it will jump out but if you put a, a frog in a pan of cold water it will boil alive as you heat the water up and I think what a, what a lot of people do is they found themselves in this pressure cauldron of life which is kind of built up around them and, and it's taken them unawares and I think what I say to people in that situation is when you get to that point realize that it, it, it's, it's a gift because you've got a, an opportunity to make a, some changes now. Often we only make changes from a place of pain. So if you're in a place <laughs> of pain right now, there's an opportunity waiting to happen. And, and yet we often reframe it as just a place of pain. We, we, we see that uh, there's nothing we can do. Um, but actually, this is, in my experience, where the good things will come from. It's like the phoenix rising from the ashes. So if you are in that place of pain right now, it's a gift. It may not feel like it, but it is. And, and that's certainly my experience of being in a severe place of pain. Uh, in my life, uh, that, that you can turn it round, not just turn it round, but actually the experience is is quite profound, because those those are where the lessons come from. So you talk about people who are wandering around in this state of pain. Um, the reason I called it fit for business is that um, I think there's a big taboo in business that um, we don't talk about um, mental health. We don't talk about anxiety, stress, depression. We, they masquerade as other things. And um, people have their own crack of least resistance, I call it. Everybody has that weak point, be it in the mind, the body, spirit. And, and for some people, uh, stress will manifest as, as cancer, diabetes, strokes, heart attacks. Mm. For others, it will, mm-hmm. it will be a, a, a mental challenge a, a, a sort of a, a breakdown of some sort, severe stress, severe anxiety. Uh, other, other people experience it differently. The point is we all have this crack of least resistance. And in writing for, for business, what I sought to do is help people maybe establish and understand where their own cracks of least resistance may lie so that they can get the early warning signs 
And we all have those. You know, some people will get headaches, others will get back pain, neck pain, sleepless nights, insomnia, irritability. All of us have these early symptoms. And I'd say to anybody who's listening to this, just pay attention to your symptoms. What, what are they saying? What are other people saying? Um, that's different about you and, and use those as the early warning signs and then there's a whole series of things you can do which we can maybe touch on some of which are to do with the mind and some of which are to do with the body because as you know Daniel these two are inextricably linked um, and, and when we relax the mind we inevitably relax the body when we work on the body well we inevitably give the mind some space and when we work on these two things together in parallel, we can create some amazing results. And I think that that's my formula in a nutshell. It's using the mind and body, which are inextricably linked, to support each other, to dissolve sources of stress, um, dealing with the stressors in our lives, rather than just um, try and fight them with short-term things like alcohol or prescription medication or cigarettes or unhealthy habits. Uh, and that's so easy. It's a trap that's so easy to get into, isn't it? It is It is easy to get into. Uh, I, I'm just wondering, I mean, you, you dealt with a severe depression, and, and, it, and I, don't, I don't think people know when they're in it. Uh, uh, I got I got to share a little story with you. I was in Manhattan. I was speaking on Wall Street last year, and I was walking over to the building where I was going to be speaking, and there was a lady on the corner, and I stood there and watched her for just a few seconds, and she was oblivious to everything going on around her. I I, I don't know if she was on drugs or whatever, but I I just looked at her and I thought, outwardly she is displaying what most of us feel inwardly. That doesn't make her any less depressed or more depressed than us. It's just that she's showing it. What did you learn from this place of of stress that you could give to these people that will help them uh you know break this this up? I don't even think people know there's I love the analogy of the frog. No, we. I don't think we've heard that over here, but it's a great one. I mean, you know, you put a frog in cold water and turn up the heat yep. long enough, yep. eventually it dies. I've never heard that before. It dies. It boils. Yep. But it, and and I. That's what's happening to us, right? Yep. So what do we do about that? How do we begin to, to deal with that stress? And and I love the fact that that you're not ta- you're taking a holistic approach to this. You, you mm-hmm. can't just mm-hmm. fix one of them. We were talking about that before the show. You can't. You, you can, and you might think you're happy, but your body's constantly telling you you're not. <laughs> mm, mm. What do we do? Well, what do me, we do? Let me, let, me, let me start with a definition of negative stress. I mean, basically, we experience the negative effects of stress when something out there in the world exceeds our perceived capacity to cope. So there are a number of interesting components there. Something out there in the world our, exceeds our self-perceived capacity to cope. Lots of variables to work with there. So uh, self-perceived is, is one of the most important there. And, and you know, you'll be familiar, Daniel, with the, the huge power of thought and the way that our mm-hmm. thoughts create our feelings and mm-hmm. our feelings create our actions and so on. Now, we are the ones that are thinking those thoughts. <laughs> and, and this is something that I have really come to appreciate very strongly. They're not somebody else's thoughts. They're not given to me. They're my thoughts. I am responsible for those thoughts, good, bad, or indifferent. And therefore, I have to learn to be 
aware of what is going on in my thinking. And, 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 and you talk about mindfulness a lot. I love mindfulness. And I was listening to a really good uh, interview of yours with my partner this morning about, about mindfulness and how mm-hmm. by just quietening the mind, we, we lose that static. We create that ability to tune into the, the now, the moment. And this is what we don't do under pressure. The, 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 what we do in, in depression, we're actually looking backwards and we're trying to fix something that may have happened before. We're, with anxiety, we're worrying about something that may happen in the future. And, and actually, by being present in the here and now through techniques like mindfulness and meditation, we, we can start to dissolve some of that static. And, and it's this self-perceived capacity to cope which we need to work on. And we're the only ones that can deal with that. Nobody else can. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think, you know, th- th- there are lots of techniques, lots of approaches, and, and, and you have to gradually work this stuff through in the same way that it may take two years to put on 50 pounds in weight. You can't expect to lose it in, in a couple of weeks. Um, and, and in the same way, it's taken you however many years of your life to learn to think the way they do, that the way that you currently do. It may take a little bit of time for you to start to work that through with some support, but you can and you will. And, and you know, our methods of thinking come very deep. Some of it comes from our parents. Some of it comes from our, our education, um, big experiences in life. But we have to become more aware of all of that. And I think the power of thought in all of this is, is the key point and becoming aware of how how we can change our thoughts, we can change our feelings, therefore, and therefore, you know, things like depression and anxiety are, are things that we can deal with and work with rather than just feel at the effect of them all the time. You know, I love what you said, and I say this a lot, <clears throat> and that is if it took you 50 years to get where you're at, whether it be overweight, yeah. whether it be depressed, whether it be whatever it is that's ailing you, you can't expect you're going to fix it in a week, two weeks, three no. weeks, four weeks. You know, and it's the same thing with weight. It's the same thing with depression. And I, I agree with you. We we live in a world where people are absolutely over-medicated. Now, you know, and, and maybe there are some people, and I'm not discounting the fact that maybe some people need medication, but I would say the majority do not. They just get caught up into that because it's the easy way out. Uh, and, and, again, I'm not – in any way, shape, or form, um, looking down or judging anyone that does take medication. Uh, but I, I can tell you that, that last year um, I had a, a knee problem, uh, and I decided I'd see if, they, if the doctors could fix it. And in the end, after all these, medic, all these shots and all this stuff, the doctor said I had to replace my knee. And I thought, I thought well, maybe, maybe there's another way to do this. Well, long story short, um, Andrew, I uh, am working out now three, four, five times a week. I'm, I'm getting, yeah. you know, ready so I can get back on my bike again, and and I'm yeah. I don't have any pain. I don't have any. Right. I've gotten off all the Percocet, all the things they gave me, all the things they said I'd have, and I don't need a knee. What uh, I needed was <laughs> to get back in good health. What yeah, I needed no, to do was. Right. I mean, it was really important for me. And you said something a few minutes ago that, that, that I believe in and that I teach. Your thoughts are something. Your thoughts are something. And what I had in that knee pain that I was having was not a physical problem. What I had was a spiritual problem. And that is is that I was beginning to beat myself up and go down that rabbit hole, that one that you found yourself in, and that war was me, and, and my body was responding to my thoughts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you love to help people. How do you do that? I mean, how do we get your book fit to be fit for business? Where do people go to get okay. that? Well, the book is um, it's in uh, paperback, it's on ebook format, and it's also in audiobook format on Amazon. So you can get it on Amazon.com if you search Andrew Bridgewater Fit for Business. Um, so I've written the book really to put the formula out there and to kind of explain where I where I was, what had happened to me to get me to that point, but more importantly, what I learned about pulling myself back out and being able to help people thereafter because a lot of this stuff is not mainstream and you you, you alluded to the, the the sort of medication issue yet medication has its place <laughs> and, and in my case what it did was give me some short-term breathing space to deal with the deep-rooted underlying problems that I was facing but it wasn't the the, the, the solution in its own right it just gave me that breathing space in the same way that it did for you maybe Right, and, and therefore, I think I think what we need to do is look deeper and take responsibility for our situation, rather than you know. And I did this; I went to the doctor, and I expected the doctor to fix me. <laughs> well, <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's, well, that you know what? I, you just said something. You you just said something that's very important, and I want to repeat it before you go on. That the medication gave you breathing space. And and you know and, and and now that you said that I never would have thought that but the 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 pain relief or whatever they were doing at least the effort they were trying to make did give me the space to think this through did I want to be on this for the rest of my life did I want to be taking these medications did I even like what it made me feel like to be on these medications and 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 for the length of time that it did it helped me sleep and it helped me through the night and then one day I woke up and said I've got to stop this before I'm addicted to these things. So it did give me space, and I, I appreciate you saying that because, folks, you know, again, I'm not looking down or judging people to take medication, but think it through. Yeah. So yeah, tell us no, more about the um, – What's okay. there's a website for the book. What's the website? Yeah, it's fitforbusiness.co, um, fitforbusiness.co. Um, I, I just just coming back to the, to the medications for a moment, Daniel. As I say, that that will give you the breathing space. But then it's a matter of where do you go from there. And this is why I wrote the book because I actually feel that there's a there's a vacuum. Um, that, that there's there's no real support out there that I could find that was going to take me from a place of medication to wellness without medication, and 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 I think that's that's the gap that I'm trying to fill, and and it's become a life purpose really. It's become a a sense that actually the medical model at the moment isn't isn't solving the deep rooted underlying problem. It's it, it's helping us deal with some of the roots, some of the symptoms, and therefore we've got to go deeper. And and as a psychologist, that's been my fascination. It's why do we uh, keep repeating these things? And having kept doing so myself, I decided I wasn't going to do it. I was going to get out of that trap and that pattern. Um, so writing writing the book for me has been a, a sense of providing something which I believe doesn't exist. I a way of helping ourselves. Um, deal with whatever it is we're facing in such a way that we don't just deal with it, but we can then move on and help others deal with similar problems. And I think that is a gift. Yes. So, folks, I, I want you to go to fitforbusiness.tv. That's his website for the book or right. .co. I, I like yep. the 10 steps that you have for a better work-life balance. And, and I want to yep. read uh, – he's got uh, 10 there, and they're all great. But the one that I think that – that that really speaks out to me is 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 two of them one getting a hobby that doesn't take a lot of time but gives you a mental mm. break uh and the other one is t um um 
spending time with your loved ones. Now, I know that many of you are saying, oh, I already do that. No, you do that, but I see you on your phones. That means you're not present, and you're not present. You know, um, get off your phone, put away your stuff, and really spend some quality time with your family and friends because, you know, uh, we need that space. And so uh, he's got 10 tips for a better work-life balance, and all of these are awesome. I mean, I could go through all of them, but which one's your favorite? <laughs> Which one's my favorite? Well, I'll tell you the one that really does it for me, and this is regular exercise. And, and we've been talking about, you know, just before yeah. we came in the air, Daniel. I, I just think regular exercise is complete no-brainer. And yet we've, you know, we've been told we've got to do this. But you, you have to experience it yourself to get addicted, positively addicted to the benefits. And the benefits are yes. multitude, you know, so many. And I just talked about a few, you know, better sleep pattern, increased stress thresholds, less irritability, better brain functioning and problem solving, better overall health, better libido, immunity from minor and major illness. The list goes on. And, and, and I, I just think this is nature's antidepressant. And yet, you know, we, we, we've heard it, but we don't do it. And I have this phrase I like to use, the Buddhist saying, to know and not to do is not yet to know. So if you know that you should exercise, but you don't do it, you don't really know it. And, and, that's, and that's right. the challenge I put out to, to people. You know, uh, I love that. And you said something about getting addicted to the, the positive things. You know, I, I, as I shared with you uh, that I started working out um, in the last month. And, and I remember I couldn't do 10 minutes on level one at seven miles an hour when I started. But I just started. Today, um, a month, little over a month, I'm doing 30 minutes on level 10 at 18 miles an hour. You know, and, and, and what I've recognized is that the that the that the Changes are subtle, but they're there. You know, I've lost the weight. I've lost some weight. It hasn't been, you know, 50 pounds, and I don't expect that. But there is the positive things is that I feel better in my own skin, and that's what we need to do. So, listen, we're almost out of time here. We uh, Anything you'd love to say to the uh, um, listeners that uh, before we leave? Yeah, I'd just love to say, if, if you're listening to this and you're in a bit of a hole, a bit of a dark place in your life, I'd like to... to, to um, say that you will learn from this. You will become a better person. You can change your life, and and you can then become a, a, a holder of the light for other people who are in that dark place. So, if if that's you right now, please take some strength and solace from from what we've said, and and you will turn it round, and you will be you'll you'll see the gift in it. I love that. So, folks, please go to his website, uh, Fit for what was it? Fit for Business. Yeah, co. Fitforbusiness.co or .tv. Yeah. Or .tv and 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 find his his video. He's got a video out there where he, he you can see the transformation. And if you do what I did and you look at the video, and and there's something in you going that's me, then it's time for something mm-hmm. to change. It's time. That's what happened to me, and that's not a negative thing. It's just it was a very empowering thing to meet someone that's been through it, not just talks through it, you know. And that's what I love about what he's, do, what Andrew's doing. And 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 you can tell, folks, that he, in his voice, he really cares, and he wants to see you change. So look him up, give him a call. What's your, what's the email they can reach you at, Andrew? Yeah, Andrew at andrewbridgewater.com will get me. The, 
There you go, folks. Well, next week, uh, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i decided I'm going to teach next week. I'm going to talk about living your dreams. As many of you know, I am opening a spiritual center in Peru. We'll be starting a, a, a crowdfunding campaign on October 1st um, to start raising the money to build this center and to realize this dream that I've had since I was 13. 13, that's 40 years in the making, folks, that I've had this, this thing inside of me, and we're going to step out. We have a team of people that are working together. And, and I decided for the first time since I've been back on the air that I'm just going to teach for 30 minutes. So I hope you'll join us, um, and we'll talk about how to fulfill and live your dreams. Thank you so much again, Andrew, for being with us today. Folks, have oh, a beautiful day today. Have a beautiful day today or have a beautiful evening wherever you may be around the world. And if no one has said this to you today, let me be the first or the last to say, I love you. You're a